We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good video from our good friend, Miguelifornia. I'm the Dilly Meme team. It's Monday, MAGA Monday. Strap in. Everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Miracles on this 
Guys aren't gonna go like on a rampage right now, right? No, we're, no, we're patriots, we're bro. We're gonna get escort patriots back to their hotel, and we're gonna go eat. Uh, gonna try to the biggest back. crime, you know, go eat. My thing. I gotta get back to my hotel. Sorry. But have fun with National Guard, Antifa. <laughs> they gotta deal with your ass. God bless. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Great video. Great video from our good friend Miguel Fornia. It's Monday. You're all doing uh, doing great. Hold on, I gotta get my button right. Good morning. What's up, everybody in the chat? I see all you people popping in. So we had some new names earlier in the chat and some uh, comments from some new people over the weekend from uh, from some visitors. So good morning. Another great, it's Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving week. Uh-oh. Steve from England. I've been suspended on Twitter having an argument with the aging lesbian. You got suspended on Twitter for having an argument with the aging lesbian Bill Mitchell. He blocked me a long time ago. Your current, I just saw you on Twitter yesterday. You're, you're done? You're done now? Before I get started, listen, Rocket, I saw you in the chat. I'm calling you out, Rocket. Everyone thank Rocket. He's unbelievable. Cigars to deployed members. Quite a few of them, I might, I might add. So, uh, Rocket in the chat, he definitely deserves um, some uh, accolades today because he uh, did an amazing thing. And again, he bought a bunch of cigars for a deployed service member. So, Rocket, thank you. And it's a great time because the holidays are coming and there are a lot of deployed, whether in country and out of, out of country, Service members that are not going to be home for the holidays, they will be getting cigars. And uh, thank you. Uh, the Twitter wars. Everybody's blocking somebody. Everybody's fighting with somebody. It's because they're they're just they're all cunts. So I got to get my I got to get it all out. Uh, I start my new show today today three p.m. three p.m. Eastern. Over on LFA TV, America First Live. Today is the first show. It's only an hour. So one, I got to I gotta re remember that I can only talk for like literally like 55 minutes because I like to rant. And uh, it's a different crowd over there I'm noticing in the chat. I've been paying attention to it the last like week. And uh, I mean, great patriots, don't get me wrong, but um, I, I think they would prefer if I leave the... <laughs> <laughs> the dropping of the uh the cunt bomb and things like that on the morning show which i'm okay with i'm okay with that but yeah america first live lfa tv go and uh follow them over there i was just informed in, in the uh chat that they're um they're the channel lfa tv on rumble is going to hit seventy four thousand subscribers today which is pretty pretty awesome so i'm pretty excited to be uh part of that go follow 
and uh, I got to lock it up over there. I mean, listen, I still let a couple, you know, <laughs> I can talk about whatever I want. It's not like I'm, I want to make that clear too. It's, I'm not, nobody told me I couldn't curse. I, I can, I see what's going on over there and I don't want to come over there like, you know, a grenade out of a, out of a box, all the boom, here I am. You know, I got to ease him into it a little bit, but there's no restrictions over there. I was not told, Hey, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. There's a bunch of shows over there that talk about a variety of different things. Everybody's in their lane and I'm going to do the same thing I'm doing here. Just more of it. So follow over there and all that good stuff. We have uh, a bunch of January 6th stuff to talk about the buzz of the weekend, right? the buzz of the end of the week. I cannot believe it's Thanksgiving already. I'm still not able to wrap that around my head. The actually AP unfiltered, I have that right here because you sent it in Discord and I'm dropping it in the chat just for a reference in case nobody has it. That right there is the link to all of the released January 6th tapes. I just wanted to get that in there before. Um <laughs> Hold on, I'm just like, Alan, like, I like to rant. Yeah, I, li I like to rant. Uh, hold on a second. I'm, I'm just, I saw something in the chat. See, it's, I'm, it's like a shiny object with, the, with you people in the chat. That's why it takes me so long to do a show, because I want to see what you guys, what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but again, that's why I like doing it, because I hate the shows that there's a live chat going on and, and nobody wants to respond to all of the people that are engaging in conversation anyway uh, jobs dead's in the house i have the police body cam footage from the gateway pundit that's i have that but listen i'm not going to sit the whole show and just play january 6 tapes that's not what i'm what i'm doing because it's, there's enough people that are going through them and interpreting them and everything i want to just talk about the, the 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 general sense and what it means that the footage is released which i've been calling for for quite a while because there's no reason why the security fit of footage in in a government facility that's uh you know funded by we the people should have been held this long anyway and given out in drips and drabs or redacted but especially when there are people's lives on the line who are being politically prosecuted persecuted a lot of most of whom did nothing wrong. And granted, I have this conversation a lot with people that are heavily involved in the J6 world, uh, J6 defendants, organizations like the Patriot Freedom Project that I'm involved with, with Cynthia Hughes. And we'll all be the first ones to tell you that we agree that there were some bad actors there. I mean, there were people that were gen genuinely there to, to cause harm, whether they were infiltrators by the government that were inciting, whether you had Antifa players there. Let's face it, people, just because somebody wears a MAGA hat doesn't mean that they're a great person. You, you're going to have bad apples in every cart either way you look at it, all right? But I'll, I'll – and, and I, I, I've said that forever, you know? So it was definitely incited. They were looking for something to happen. They needed to, to, to make a point. So all, and I, I don't even think all of the footage is there yet. I, I don't know who's doing an audit of the 40,000 hours, but from, I'm hearing different thing that everything was released. And then I'm hearing that because there's so much of it, it's going to keep getting released. Like it's going to be updated. I'm not sure. I, I just don't know, but there's a lot out there already, but I will say this. Okay. 
The question is, the January 6th videos are now released. Now what? Because we know in, in the grand scheme of things, nothing is happening overnight. I would hope that every January 6th defendant or every, every we're going to watch some of it, that, that some of the clips that I, that I have, um, that I, every, every defense lawyer defending a January 6th defendant, anyone who has um, any skin in the game as far as a defense, uh, anything, obviously is going to be combing through this video footage looking for pertinent information and parts that are going to help them. Now, what happens? Are we going to see people win on appeals because of the footage that's been dropped? Are we going to see uh, future prosecutions be, um, you know, beat by defendants because of the footage? Are we going to see more arrests because of the footage? Now, I'm imagining that all of this footage has not only, obviously it was in the custody of the federal government, but was it in the custody of all law enforcement agencies in the federal government? Meaning when they're investigating a certain part, have they, have, has the FBI and all of these alphabet agencies, have they combed through every second of footage or are they identifying somebody and then, you know, like when somebody robs a bank, all right, well, the person was there between one and three. So let's look at the footage between one and three. We'll never know. I would like to assume that they would have people constantly looking at all of the footage because saying that if they didn't and now they're going to, well, rest assured, they're probably going to just go and lock up as many people as they can, which we already know they're planning on. They're, they're planning on doing. I'm hearing more videos are, are to come also. That's, that's, I'm hearing that. And here, this was exclusive for the Gateway Pundit that January 6th, this is now police body cam footage. This isn't even inside the Capitol. This had just come out yesterday uh, from them. The January 6th police body cam footage is uncovered by the Gateway Pundit's Alicia, uh, Alicia Powell. Troves of body cam footage are listed and linked below in this article. Note, this is the body cam footage, not the house security camera footage. This is completely different. This is actually body cam, uh, police body cam uh, footage of, of officers. They're in their cars responding, things like that. So this is all body camera. But what's interesting, and I'm going to scroll down just so you see it. These are all the links. And they're all timestamped. They have the camera numbers, and it'll tell you the locations. It'll even tell you, as I scroll down, again, this was on the, uh, the Gateway Pundit. There's a lot of it. I, and I saw here one of the January 6th celebrity police officers. As a matter of fact, a specific one who got a, uh, a job with CNN as, an, uh, as a contributor, Officer Fanone, his body cam footages on here there's a few links of his that are uh labeled now i don't know how pertinent this is if all of it is there i think they're asking people to send in tips based on all of this but it's all there you can click on it it'll download and play there's a lot of it you want to sit there and look through all of them fine there are a lot of people that are going to be doing that thank god because i 
I can't sit. To go through all of that footage, you need a very large team. But this is uh, this is the Gateway Pundits article, and it says, hours after House Speaker Mike Johnson released a portion of the thousands of hours of January 6th footage Congress withheld for years, the bogus narrative propagated by the government and mainstream media surrounding the insurrection is crumbling. With that being said, I just want to make a comment, which I meant to make uh, prior, as far as the interpretation of January 6th footage. There are people out there making ridiculous claims, and I'm going to be one of the first ones to say it. Gateway Pundit actually had to update one of their articles, and we're going to get into it because I'm all about exposing the lies, exposing the truth, but I'm not about spreading false narratives because it's going to help the cause. That I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And unfortunately, there are people in this game with skin in the game, with no skin in the game. We just want clicks and views that will do that. And we'll get into that. And I'll, I'll give you my opinion on it. Here's the deal. And I say this all the time. I'm not a news actor, a.k.a. news anchor, given money to talk about things. I'm Joe Blow, American citizen that looks at the news, reads it, and interprets it, and has a discussion and gives my opinion. All right, based on the facts that are out there. Everyone needs to come up with their own opinions based on the information available to us. Not believe the push narrative and opinions of a certain side. And that goes for both. Because sometimes, even when we we think it's 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 a it sounds like a good narrative, let's roll with it, and then it's not, it makes us look like idiots. We cannot afford right now in this game, at this time in this battle in this war, this information war, this war for the freedom of our, our great republic, we can't afford to look like idiots. We cannot. And everybody needs to kind of tighten it up. And I got a little, I got a little uh, attacked a little bit for over the weekend. And then all of a sudden, the story started correcting itself. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't attacked anymore. I like to give things a 24-hour, 36-hour rule. We can touch on it. Okay, let's see what happens, right? January 6th, police body cam footage. I'm hoping that the defense teams, everyone is combing through this. Maybe in investigative reporters. There are plenty of investigative reporters out there that will have a ball with, with this footage, and I hope they do, and I hope they uh, uncover things that will benefit people that are being politically prosecuted for their political beliefs. You know, I heard that January 6 victims and their law teams were able to get videos involving them. I'm hoping so, but if not, here it is. I mean, that's the thing too. Nobody's doing the work for them. It's okay, we're releasing the videos, good luck. And now the January 6 defense teams have to figure out all right, the timing, look for their client, see what their client is doing and not doing. So it is, it is a chore. It is a chore. But I like that the body cam footage also from the police officers that they're out there, and I think that's going to continue to be updated as, as they, uh, it becomes available, which is great. And then, of course, and we're going to get into it here. January 6th footage shows protesters peacefully entering and leaving and making police smile. 
We're right there in a picture. You see this black cop talking to this white January 6th protester, this white nationalist, white supremacist. And they're they're exchanging smiles and everybody's just hanging out. Nobody's getting beat. Cops aren't getting pummeled in the inch within inches of their life. It's all bullshit. And we know that. And here you have Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. As soon as these were released, what did they start doing? They started posting the same bullshit footage, some of it deceptively edited in a like frenzy posting because they're like, oh shit. I'm wondering if they actually thought that the footage would never be released. I'm curious if people like Kevin McCarthy or especially Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, these establishment garbage uniparty members actually thought in their head, you know what, that footage will never be released. They'll never release every second of footage. It'll take them years and years and years and years and years. I mean, it took years but not long enough where everybody forgot about it or it didn't matter anymore. So I wonder what they what they was going through their head as they were frenzy posting because the January 6th committee we know was a kangaroo committee. It was a kangaroo court. It's, it's, it's all fake and gay. And what's going to happen with them? What's going to happen with the January 6th celebrity police officers that were put on there on the stand at the congressional January 6th hearings and basically lied through their teeth and embellished and cried to push Nancy Pelosi's and the Uniparty's narrative. It wasn't expected. It was supposed to be buried like Epstein's flight logs. Maybe the client list. As the Gateway Pundit reported earlier, House Speaker Mike Johnson released the first batch, okay, of January 6th footage that is accessible to the general public on the committee on House Administration website, which this is the website right here with all of the links and you can go there and make some popcorn and spend the day. There's a lot there. I'm going to leave it to the investigative reporters and other people to go through. And I've watched some, I can't sit there and watch it all. I'm going to watch to see what comes of it. That's what I want to know. I want to know who it's going to help and who it's going to hurt. I wanted to help those that have been unjustly imprisoned and convicted and held without trial and bail. I wanted to help those. I want to see, I want them to have to pass bills in Congress, spending bills on January 6th, defending compensation for winning lawsuits against the federal government. I want there to be so much money for these people that deserve it, that they actually said, oh man, we need a spending bill. This is unbelievable. Like a just forced. Like they don't even. They, they can't even vote on it. Just forced. I would. I. Oh. I want to see so many people made whole. I've seen firsthand from being involved with the Patriot Freedom Project and other people. So many lives just destroyed progressively over the past couple of years. Like it's it's unbelievable the progression of 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 what has happened in a bad way to a lot of these people. Johnson in a post on X shared, to restore America's trust and faith in their government, we must have transparency. Oh, the Biden administration should remember that word, transparency, right? That they never have shown, but they announced on the first day. 
This is another step towards keeping the promises I made when I was elected to your to, to be your speaker. All right, Mike Johnson, listen, he did promise it, and guess what? He came through. Still don't trust the guy wholeheartedly. I don't trust anybody on Capitol Hill wholeheartedly. So I'm I'm ha- very, very happy. You have to give him props. I think this goes to show the props that the eight members of Congress who voted to vacate this Kevin McCarthy as speaker, I think they deserve a lot of, uh, they deserve the credit because Kevin McCarthy was not going to release these tapes. I know it for a fact he was not going to release them. And he thought he was ironclad bulletproof because he's Kevin McCarthy, that it would just go by the wayside. And you know what? They got rid of him. And they forced the hand of Congress, of Mike Johnson when he became speaker. And the tapes were released. And we have to thank Matt Gates and the other seven members that voted that the uniparty members attacked for voting, excuse me, with Democrats to vacate the Speaker of the House and cause all of this chaos in Congress. And as I've said, I enjoy the chaos because chaos brings accountability most of the time in one way or another. And I think we're seeing it now because Mike Johnson was held accountable for his promise. He delivered. Now let's see the accountability that'll come out because of this action of the January 6th tapes. He continues to write, this website will be updated continuously with thousands of hours of footage. So let's let's see what happens. Jonathan Allen, you may just have to refresh it. Sometimes if there's a lot of stuff going on, it depends on their servers with Rumble. It's uh, Remember, it's, it's not YouTube, and there are so many people. From what I understand, I was having a conversation with somebody on Friday. There are so many people coming over to Rumble now as just general users because a lot of the big people who were on YouTube and now over over here on Rumble that they have to gradually uh, do some updates. And they, I know that there's a lot of workings behind the scenes. From from what I heard, AP Unfiltered might be able to chime in on that too because I know he's, he knows a lot what, what goes on behind the scenes at, uh, at Rumble. But Rumble is the place to be. Speaking of, if you haven't hit the thumbs up button yet, or you haven't followed the Rumble channel, you're a fed. So hit the like, hit the thumbs up, follow, leave a comment in the comments section where it lives forever. You guys have been great at that because unfortunately the live chat doesn't live forever. So make sure you're leaving a comment. As of right now, Representative Johnson has released over 90 videos that range anywhere between 20 seconds and 10 minutes long. And this was from the 17th of November. I don't know how often they're going to update it, whether it's daily, weekly, we don't know. Most of the footage shows protesters peacefully walking into the Capitol. Now, remember, not that I'm a Debbie Downer. I do like to play devil's advocate. But I also just like to look at all sides of things. There is some footage that's going to be released that is not going to be favorable to the, I don't know, call it MAGA base or call it, I'm hoping not, but let's face it, or whatever you want to call it. It could be a double-edged sword in some situations. I'm not going to say the majority of them, absolutely not. 
I think the majority of the tapes are going to show some real fuckery uh, by the federal government and the law enforcement agencies that were involved. But just you have to prepare. There's going to be some gut punches. You have to prepare for that. And especially in a situation like this, 40,000 hours of closed circuit security footage inside the Capitol with all of those people's around, people around inside and outside, expect a gut punch here and there. But 100%, more info is better than less info, is much better than no info. So we want all of the info. I just, I want people to prepare for the occasional gut punch. It just... Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Allen, that's Rumble telling you to get fucked. <laughs> yeah, see growing pains of a platform on their own servers, which is very important that they ha Rumble has their own servers because if they didn't, and they would be holding to Google or one of the other large co uh, corporations that have these servers, if somebody didn't like it, then they, look what they did to Parler. They just, boop, turn them off. You're done. Out of business. Can you imagine that? So, yeah. It's important to have the own, the, your own servers, which are very expensive, and just the overhead is unbelievable when it comes to that. So thank Rumble for, for taking that on. All right. There's a couple of clips here. Here we go. This was uh, one of the, I think one of the first ones that were released, actually, that people started posting. But, you know, let's, let's take a look. Oh, look at all these, look at all these violent, violent, unbelievable violent white nationalists causing all this carnage look at this there's no volume on this video or the volume of people watching maybe so if you're only if you're only listening you should go back and watch look at them all look at those nazi flags oh my god look at them they're so dangerous like the one female cop sitting there with her expandable baton because, well, sorry, but she's a woman and shouldn't be a cop. Yeah, I said it. My wife says the same thing. So you can call me a misogynist all you want. I'm married to the biggest misogynist around. Yeah, Hog, we'll get to it. Hogman made his own little Patriot cigar commercial. <laughs> Look at them all. Hey, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let me back up. I don't know if that's him at this point. The guy right there, center of the screen in the Trump knit hat. I got to go back and look at his meme. Is that the lectern guy? Is that the guy who grabbed Nancy Pelosi's lectern? He cracks me up on Twitter. He's like, he's wearing the same hat. I'm going to have to go back and look. Look at them. So dangerous. Hey, how you doing? One, two, three, four, five, six Capitol Police officers in on screen here, just chatting and talking to each other. Some people are waving. Like, up oh, there's my dogs. I mean, you know, it's okay. Footage captured by surveillance cameras near the Capitol's west staircase shows one officer smiling while interacting with protesters. Oh, here's the guy. Here's the guy smiling. Here we go. Look, here's the black guy right there. It's a little speed sped up. Yeah, look, they're all laughing and talking like, hey, man, what's up? They're smiling. <clears throat> look, 
listen, I believe a lot of these Capitol Police officers had no idea. They're run-of-the-mill, just rank-and-file Capitol Police officers on what was what the plan was and what was going to transpire. Because you see a lot of them just hanging out, not just all willy-nilly until some areas hell broke loose and they were told to do things. Me personally, after all of this is done and all of this footage is out there, every January, every single one, not just these four that they grabbed and decided to make like half-assed celebrities out of, every Capitol Police officer that was working that day, every single one needs to be brought in in a hearing under oath, transcribed exactly what they were told that day, what were their orders, what they did, what they encountered, all of them, no matter where they were, what their rank is, every single one. Then they should be grabbing every janitor, every single staff member in the Capitol that day, everyone. I don't think that's been done. I don't think anywhere, I don't think that's been done at all. They've only gotten key people because they have a key narrative to push. And my boy, Simon Atiba here from the Africa News. I love when he posts. He, he came to this country. He came, we're going to get to the fist bump. He, gained, he came to this country, Simon Atiba. He's, a, he's a, in the White House press pool. They're going after him. Not with a political agenda, but then he slowly realized and found out what the Biden regime was about, what Democrats were about. And now he's just based. And he's, I, I like him because he calls everybody out. But here. He puts out, still looking hard for all that violence inside the Capitol. Look, more police officers. There's the metal detectors walking through with their signs. Yeah, how you doing? How are you? They, you know, they, this, this police officer isn't getting his head stomped in. And it, you know, it's like you look at the mannerisms of a lot of these police officers. It's like, yeah, just, just get them out. Just, you know, oh, here we go. Now we got a couple running. And now they're going outside. I guess some some fighting has started. They're running outside. Probably go help launch hand grenades. But yeah, well, well I mean, all the videos. I'm surprised the government's not like charging. <laughs> but again, handshakes, selfies in some areas. I'm not gonna play the Ashley Babbitt murder video because it, that wasn't just released that's been out there but um and i'm not gonna sit here and just keep playing videos you 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 get the point of what's going on i urge everybody if they have time watch videos just watch them maybe you'll pick something out there are people already out there posting uh, funding their family members unfortunately jerry perna had to sit and watch um her nephew matt perna walk through the Capitol peacefully who did nothing wrong, nothing, was given a sentence. Then they wanted to do the terrorism enhancement. And then he decided to, uh, you know, tie a rope around his neck and end his life. And it's horrible because now she has to relive this because now she's seeing footage she's never seen before of her nephew just walking through the hole, just walking. It's sad. It's really sad. 
when protesters left the Capitol, they walked out peacefully too. Like they weren't thrown out. Look, they're just going to walk out. Thanks for the tour, guys. I mean, the what is it? What do they call him? The QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley. They're opening doors for the guy. You know, every Capitol Police officer was not in on this big conspiracy. Most of them were, we don't know what's going on. What is happening? What are we supposed to do? Of course, then you get to the line where they were just following orders. And that's why I think every single one needs to be deposed. Every single one under oath. Like they're just leaving. Here's some old guy with cameras. I wonder if he got locked up, this guy. He's on Capitol grounds with his mask on. He's probably some leftist reporter looking to video the right moments where there might have been a, a punch thrown or some bullshit. Oh, that was the point where they were launching the grenades willy-nilly into the crowd. Like, why are they launching grenades at just people standing there? <laughs> I want to know who gave that order. I want to know... Who decide? Oh yeah, we just gotta just just fire flash grenades or whatever they are into the crowd, like, far into the crowd where people literally were just standing around. You know, middle aged boomer women sitting there, standing there with their families, and then getting hit in the face with you know gas grenades. Like, all right, guys, thanks for the tour. <clears throat> It's fucked up. And here is, yeah, I'm just uh, clearing some of this out. There you go. What is going on? Capitol Police officers spotted uncuffing January 6th protester, who then fist bumps a second man. Now, this is something that definitely needs to be looked into. You can, we can interpret this video however we want. First of all, this guy's wearing a motorcycle helmet or some type of helmet, which is weird. The way he's dressed. And I didn't look close enough. Well, maybe we'll look in the video. Did he have a face covering on? One Capitol cop has him in cuffs. The other guy, they uncuff him, fist bumps him, and he's on his way. I mean, did he identify himself as federal law enforcement? Did he say, hey, guys, you know, I'm on the job. I'm undercover. And this again. Here, one of the most intriguing videos released is this moment. A Capitol Police officer is spotted uncuffing and even fist bumping a protester near an exit point. So he, oh, here's the video. Okay, here we go. Let's watch. It's uh, 48 seconds. I think they speed it up a little. I'm not sure. Here they go walking. All right, he does have a, a face covering on. All right, they got him out. Away from everybody. Uncuffing him. The guy knew to bend over so it's easier for them. All right. So he, you see how he bent over? Most people who aren't involved in law enforcement, from what I understand, now job's dead, you're in the chat. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. If you have to uncuff a perp, they don't bend over like that. You typically have to tell them to maneuver a little bit so it's easier to take the cuffs off. This guy knew right away to bend over to a certain point to make the handcuffs easier accessible for the officer to uncuff them. So... Am I wrong in saying jobs dead if you're in the chat and listening and watching that that is a move that a law enforcement officer who might be handcuffed saying training knows let me bend over far enough so the guy so the cop can get the handcuffs off. I don't know. It's just from what I've seen most people if they're wrongly handcuffed like if they're detained 
and then they have to take the handcuffs off. They don't know to like to bend over or to maneuver in a way where it's easier for them to get the cuffs off and maybe less painful, you know? So hold on. See that guy that got shot with the rubber bullet. It went through his cheek. Yeah. People were, and I hope, I hope that that footage helps that guy in a civil suit. I hope all of these people that were injured unjustly for standing there doing nothing sues for millions and millions and millions of dollars. That I'd like to see the government go bankrupt over, not giving it to Ukraine. So let's continue watching this. All right, so they uncuff him. He knows to turn around, and then he fist bumps this guy. Love to know what they're saying. Do they have body cams on? Okay. But then he tells him, all right. Then he does tell him, he points and he goes, does he say, hey, you can get out that way? Or just get out? Like, what does he say? We don't know who this guy is. I can't, we cannot say for certain that the guy in the motorcycle helmet is a law enforcement officer. We can't and I won't because I'm not going to push the narrative that I don't know because it's all about information. But this is enough to investigate. Identify those two officers, which you know they can. We can't identify this guy, unfortunately. But these two officers can be grabbed and said, what, what took place here? Why did you uncuff him? Why, if he was there illegally, like you all say, interrupting an official proceeding and trespassing, why wasn't he detained further? Was the guy in the helmet, again, who we don't, we, we don't know who he, that is, is he a J6 defendant that we'll find out later? Oh, no, he was locked up later. That guy ended up with a bear cat on his front lawn and the FBI coming through his house. We don't know. But... I would I would like to know to me from what I just saw from the way it looks on its face that guy was an undercover cop or an undercover federal agent that's how it looks 100% I just want the certainty and the proof that that's what we're looking at again the best thing that can happen that as 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 hard as they're looking for copies of checks for Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, with this footage, I'm hoping another committee is formed and one of the current committees are going to be dedicating people, watching this, looking for footage like this, working on identifying these officers and bringing them in. Yeah. Oh, let's see. I'm just looking at the chat. Ah, listen, I think we know that there were a lot of federal assets involved here, whether they were actual federal agents or people owned by the federal government because of crimes they may have committed in the past, and this is what they're told to do to avoid prison time. <clears throat> it's... It's just the same video over and over again. We know this was a setup. I mean, Nancy Pelosi had video crew in her office. Her daughter was ready to go. Ready to go. So here's Julie Kelly. She's a great investigative reporter. Talk about the four celebrity January 6th cops. And she's 100% right. Haul them back in to testify and force them under oath to explain their lies. 
everything that they have testified about and then explain why they lied, go to the body cam footage, go to the, the security footage released by House Speaker Johnson after it's interpreted and watched forensically, whatever you want to call it, and then bring them back in. But not only that, we need to bring in every Capitol Police officer that worked that day. We need a deposition from every single one under oath. That's what needs to happen. And here are the four celebrity officers and that jerk-off Fanon from D.C. Metro Police with all of his tattoos got, you know, fawned over by Nancy Pelosi and then was given a, a CNN contributor spot. He, he got a job out of it. Come on. Friday night, again, Speaker Johnson fulfilled his commitment to release the security camera footage from the January 6th protests. First batch of videos came out Friday. All this shit came out. A lot of it's going to debunk what these four officers have said. It already does. It already does. These guys lied their asses off. What were they all promised? Then what happened to them? They all became internet celebrities. News celebrities. Huge Twitter followings. The, the grifting has started. Yeah, you lie about January 6th? Straight to jail. <laughs> More than that. What's the punishment for treason? Let's listen to, again, Julie Kelly, great investigative reporter, and she has been um, unbelievable with the January 6th reporting. One of the few who has dedicated so much. And she went on War Room with uh, Steve Bannon. Let's hear what uh, she had to say. I want to start with um, Julie Kelly. Uh, in, in this J6 footage, Mike Davis is going to join us from Denver, so we're going to cover everything today, including the southern border. So let's get to work. Uh, Julie Kelly, um, the uh, they're not happy that the footage has finally been released. Or, or folks, I, I want you to understand that after 11 months in power, we finally, Mike Johnson finally gives us the footage. Julie, walk us through all of it, ma'am. So let's take a little victory lap here. As I said on Twitter last night, uh, we have to take the small victories when we get them. And this certainly is a victory. You have been pressuring uh, House Republicans to do this. I certainly have my first article about releasing the tapes I wrote in May of 2021 when we found out that at least 14,000 hours of security footage had been put under protective orders as court proceedings occurred for January 6th uh, defendants. So this is a big win because to your point all the right people are melting down not just the people that you see on msnbc but you see liz cheney and adam kinzinger lashing out jamie raskin lashing out but look this is just the start the american people have not seen this footage we have seen some of it i have access to some of this footage i've seen it i've posted some of it but the majority of the public has not seen this and that is why these people are freaking out. Yep. And this is just the beginning of the breaking of the dam uh, here, Steve. There's going to be more footage released that not just show police helping people in, but the level of police brutality that day that prompted a lot of the clashes between protesters and uh, and police. There's going. So I want to pause it there for a second because. There's already been some of that footage out already, but we're going to see more of it. Along with the gut punches, yes, we're going to see a lot of Capitol Police officers and maybe D.C. cops just beating the shit out of people, especially outside of the Capitol, but inside as well. I mean, people were beat to death. But remember, they want to spin the narrative that 
police officers were killed on January 6th. And that, in fact, was debunked and a complete lie. But I'm sure we're going to see a lot of footage of that. And it's it's going to then raise the question again. Hey, Jobs, you just said it. Get the roll calls of the people that were working that day in both the Capitol Police and D.C. Metro and any other agency that was involved uh, being called to the Capitol or acting as law enforcement at the Capitol and drag them all in and ask them, well, forget about internal investigations because we all know what the internal affairs investigations have done and what we'll do in this case. Um, Michael Byrd, the one who murdered Ashley Babbitt in cold blood, was not only given a gold medal but a spot on whatever it was, 60 minutes, but then was promoted to the rank of captain and given more money. A guy who uh, notoriously was a problem child in the Capitol Police left his uh, loaded weapon in a Capitol bathroom accessible to the public, shot and killed an unarmed female military veteran through two doors, and then um, was awarded for it. So I would hope that any more footage with the Ashley Babbitt um, case comes out and that someone pushes the issue and is able to get Michael Byrd uh, charged with murder. Well, we'll see. Let's continue this. Going to be a lot more seen. And as I said, this is the beginning of the breaking of the dam. To the point that you have made and I've made also, we need a January 6th select committee run by Republicans. Put these people like Tim Heafy, who was just interviewed. Why did Tim Heafy cover up Heapy or whatever his name is? Why did the January 6th committee cover up parts of their investigation related to the involvement of federal agencies and the FBI? Why didn't the January 6th committee interview FBI Director Christopher Wray? How can you have an investigation and not interview the head of the top law enforcement agency in the country? So there is a lot more truth to be revealed about January 6th. And Steve, you could see the response on our side on social media. This is a huge issue to the base and Republicans are getting to see that first and foremost. This is a huge issue, not just the truth and the cover up, but of course the 1200 Americans and counting who have been ensnared in this abusive retaliatory Department of Justice investigation. I was just in Washington this week. I sat in jury selection for another January 6th defendant, 478 days between his arrest and his trial. And watching this DC jury Time pool come stolen. through, the comments that they make about January 6th and, their, and the uh, protesters, speaks to not just the unfair trials that are going on, but how in the hell is Donald Trump going to get a fair jury seated for his March 4th trial in the nation's capital? There's so much happening with this, which is why House Republicans now need to take the next step and create their own committee because the videos are just only one part of this. Fact. I I, I want to repeat this. It's imperative for Johnson to when he gets back, I think on Tuesdays, the first day back a week, he must reinstate the joint committee on 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 J six. Let mm-hmm. him have a ranking member. Let him have minority counsel. Let's set it up the right way, not not the way yeah. that was set up. It's one of the reasons. One of the one of the key arguments I've made in in my case, which I don't talk much about, but this is you can't do it the way Nancy Pelosi did it. You have to do it by the rules. But Johnson must set this up. We must have. Yes the house go through and do a formal event this must be adjudicated with democrats thrown in two things we must adjudicate now must be done 
is number one, we have to get to the bottom of J6. And this footage is part of it. We have to get to the bottom of it. Wherever it leads, have to get to the bottom of it. All of it. All of it. And you also have to investigate Nancy Pelosi's committee. Doesn't this committee this and her committee, daughter? I think I think there's I think there's brazen criminality in yes. what they did. And I think that will be proven. Criminality. Are you do you agree with me? Julie, you followed this closer than any person in the country. Do you agree with me? Absolutely. They have already buried evidence. We are still waiting for the production of records from the Secret Service uh, that have now been buried at the Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, and the Biden White House. So there are still records that uh, Barry Loudermilk, who is the head of the House Administrative Committee, who has been looking into this, he has sent letters to the Biden White House and DHS and other authorities seeking these missing records. Get this, Steve. All of the video interviews, you know, they they offered the J6 committee would offer clips of that during their televised performances. None of those video, um, none of that footage has been archived or given over to House Republicans. Why not? Because we know we're going to be able to compare what was really said, or at least the context of some exactly. of these clips. Also, I want all of those, yep. those four celebrity January 6th committee, uh, January yep. 6th cops, Mike Fanone, Dan Hodges, Aquilina Ganell, and Harry Dunn. They not only lied under oath to Congress in that hearing, they have lied under oath in court testimony and victim impact statements that have prompted longer prison sentences because they've all lied about what they endured on January 6th, what they saw allegations of racism michael fanon was almost killed we also have oh, footage that totally contradicts that those four need to be put oh, back my. on the stand under yeah. oath and explain their lies so yes 100 percent. they all four need to be brought in and anyone who was convicted based off their testimony based off their depositions, based off their lies in the kangaroo uh, court committee, all of those convictions should be overturned immediately. And any sentence enhancement should should immediately go away and figure out on appeal or just, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I've seen it posted, but the January 6th tapes are now released and being released. And now it's time to release the January 6th hostages. And those are the people who are held in jail for hundreds of days with no due process. Due process denied. That's what it is. It's been denied and families are suffering. American citizens are suffering because they support Donald Trump. And it's amazing the people that have gone through that abuse they know it's all bullshit, and they still support Donald Trump. All right, we're going to take a little, a, little, a little break, and we're going to watch, of course, the best cigar commercial of all time. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba import cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot cigars. 
a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com. My company, of course, Jonathan Allen, best part of the show. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off. I'm sure there'll be some Black Friday deal coming up. We just haven't figured it out yet. But, yeah, My Patriot Cigars. Get some merch, get some cigars, getting a lot of orders in for the holidays. Make sure you use promo code MAGA for 25% off. And listen, go over on Twitter. You can see all the testimonials of the pay, of, of Patriot Cigars, my company. A lot of people are enjoying them. They're loving them. And don't just take my word for it. Also, you can hear it from other shows, from other people that have smoked them and who actually have approached me and says, hey, we'd love to have you as, as a sponsor on the show, not just because they want to get paid, but because um, they've tried the cigars and they love it and they like the brand and the company. But again, you can't take my word for it. Hogman himself, Dilly Meme team member, there you go. Hogman here. When I'm not killing Lady Deer, I'm enjoying the Patriot Cigar. You should do the same. Be like Hogman. Kill Lady Deer, smoke Patriot Cigars. I mean, it doesn't really get any better than that. Kill Lady Deer, smoke Patriot cigars. <laughs> Hogman, Hogman on, on the Twitterverse, talking about Patriot cigars. You gotta love it. Ah, oh, thanks, Hog. Much appreciated. I love all the support. All right, let me get to a couple other things. Not going. Only, only a few things I got left. And then, uh, of course, I'll be covering uh, some other stuff on uh, LFA TV at 3 o'clock today. Again, don't forget, 3 p.m. Eastern today. The first show of America First Live on LFA TV. It just keeps getting better. Ron Swanson vibes. I, You know, Ron Swanson, the character is great, but the guy that plays him is like an ultra fucking lib, I heard. I don't know his name. I forget his name. He's got some weird name. But I love that character. Everyone loves Ron Swanson, but the guy that plays him, such he's a garbage lib. All right. A little more January 6th stuff, and then we're going to segue off into a couple other things. The original, when, when, the, when the footage came out, immediately people started jumping the gun. It happens, people. I get it. Emotions are high. It's an anticipated thing. Holy shit, they released them. Let's see what we can uncover. But again, you realize the MAGA base, the enemies we have out there, the federal government, federal law enforcement, Democrats, uniparty members, they're calling us white supremacists. They're calling us insurrectionists. They're calling us white nationalists. 
Now, make no mistake, I'm an American nationalist, and I always will be. America first, America always. Fuck everybody else. Sorry, not sorry. We have to hold ourselves to a certain standard. It's important to know that we're speaking truth, that we're pushing the correct, truthful narrative, and that we're not losing sight and getting emotional and taking a false narrative, and even even a narrative that people might know in their hearts of hearts are false, and they're just saying, hey, you know what? They do it. Why can't we? We're better than them. We're better than the Uniparty. We're better than Democrats. We're better than our enemies. Yes, enemies, because they will fire up their Bearcats, and they will load up their flash grenades, and they will shine up their rifles to stick in your kids' fucking mouths at the dinner table in order to make an example out of you, me, and anyone else that goes against the narrative a little too much. So we just have to be, we have to do our due diligence. So this is updated from the Gateway Pundit, but they were one of the first ones that put it out, and it wasn't updated. And it was footage of a guy walking through a metal detector or near a metal metal detector with something in his hand that immediately the narrative was pushed that it was a law enforcement badge and that this individual was an undercover plant. Make no mistake, we know that there were undercover federal agents there. It's proven. We know that there was there were federal assets there. It's proven. So we know it. But when it's just willy-nilly, just not, just recklessly, like, look, that guy's holding a badge. Can we, can we pump the brakes a little bit and maybe do a little, use a little common sense? I saw this, this photo and immediately it was like, that's not a badge. It's not a fucking badge. And then I got attacked. It is a fucking badge. What are you talking about? Not to cover my mama. Shut up. And right, and all, you know, they jumped the gun and then, you know, they, they corrected their article and said, is likely a vape instead. And I, it's on my, it's on my Twitter feed. I literally posted the vapes in that shape. It, and there's a, there's a clearer picture than this. It's a vape. So immediately people were going, this is a badge. He, he flashed the badge to the cops and he was on his way. Now, a January 6th defendant who's representing himself, who's very popular out there, uh, he goes on Twitter, Free State Will, and I, his last name just slipped to me and I've met him several times in person. He was one of the first person, one of the first people that like, apparently he knows who it is but didn't give him up, who, whoever his identity is. He's a January 6th defendant, this guy. He knows for a fact because he's heavily involved in a lot of cases, working on his own as well. It's just the point of this and the reporting. Someone was like, oh, look look at his badge. And then someone with a head on their shoulder said, oh, what is it, watermelon flavored? It's a fucking vape. Here's the video of him walking through. This is, uh, nope, that's the video clip of the, here we go. Let's see. I think it's this one. 
You'll see him at some point walk in from the right, I believe. And they're just walking through. People walking around. I think AOC was dead at this point for the second time. I think she died in her office twice already. More people running around. Hold on. Not to fast forward just a little bit. This is like a five minute video. Oh, man, oh, more, more cops. All right. And that's DC police, Metro DC. They're walking past. Nobody's getting thrown to the ground. Hold on. Pretty sure this is the video. Or maybe not. Maybe I just screwed up. Or I missed it. Did somebody see it and I missed it? Oh, there he is. Got him. Okay, red hat. I knew it. Okay, it was at the beginning. Red hat, there he is. He zips up his coat. Right? He's got it in his hand. And he's like, oh, look, it's just a vape. It's not a badge. He went through the metal detector. Like, this is what I'm talking about. And it's aggravating because I think the guys, I think they might be, um, the guys in combat beer, combat gear, um, are probably either... They might be DC Metro SWAT or something like that, but that's something that should they should be identified specifically. Listen, every cop that was in the Capitol that day working, DC Metro, uh, all of them, all the agencies that responded who were on Capitol grounds need to be dragged in and deposed under oath. They all need to answer for what their duties were that day and what they were doing. And again, like Derek Evans... He was a a J6er. He's running for office now, West Virginia. Met him a few times, great guy. And he put a tweet out. This was sent to me. Is this person flashing a badge? If so, this would prove they were undercover federal agents disguised as MAGA. This doesn't prove that they were undercover agents disguised as MAGA. That was already proved. We know that. He was thrown in solitary confinement for peacefully protesting. They just want the truth to be known. So please retweet so we can get the truth either way. And he was one of the first tweets with it. And again, it was identified closer. Definitely not a badge. It's a vape. And I have, I don't, if you go on my Twitter, hold on. Oh, America First, live today, 3 p.m. Eastern. That's not what I was pulling up, though. I, let's see if I can... Really quick. I thought I had it up before, so just bear with me. I'm going to scroll down. I was posting a lot <laughs> yesterday, and that was one of them. Uh, here we go. So this was the picture that I had posted. Again, it's the same picture. This one's a little, I feel like it's a little clearer, and you can see the little in his hand, the handle, the little mouthpiece uh, up at the top. And it looks just like 
this one. I hate that it says drag on it because now they, and I don't vape, but now they, I guess they've, they've made vape drag, drag friendly now. <laughs> but, the, you know, it's a vape. And some may say, oh, what's the big deal? I get it. All right, what is the big deal? The big deal is let's look at things from every angle. Let's see what it really is, and let's not jump the gun. It goes back to my don't believe anything you hear and half of what you see. Here you go. Believe half of what you see. What is that thing? What is it? That's all I'm saying about that. I'm not looking to get into this giant thing about it, but it's important the, the point to take away from this is we have to be better. We have to do our due diligence more than anyone else out there. Because if we don't, we're going to look really, really bad. We have a guy that we're trying to put back in the White House. It's a douche flute. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> it's a douche flute. Might as well be a skin flute. I'm sorry, if you vape, come on. Actually, vaping killed a friend of mine's son, gave him a pulmonary embolism while he napped 20 years old. It was from the vaping. It's horrible for you. Smoke cigars instead. Cigars aren't going to kill you. Not like vaping and cigarettes do. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA. Don't vape. Smoke cigars. But I like watermelon flavor. Well, then, you know, eat ice cream. I guess they're a fairy. I don't know what to tell you. So we have to, again, just do your due diligence. They're after us. We have a guy we're trying to put the white in the White House, and those same people that are gunning for us are trying to put him under the jail. And so we, we have to do better than just say, look, it's a badge. There were plenty of people in that crowd undercover with badges, but also make no mistake. The way this undercover operation was, all, and I would be safe to say any of the undercover operators in that crowd probably didn't even have badges on them I'm at the time in that undercover operation. Could be wrong, but you never know. But remember, the same people that are trying to put us in jail or arrest us or find reasons to make us look like White nationalists are, are the same people that are trying to put Donald Trump under the jail. It, it, it's, it is a war. It's an information war. And we have to fight it the right way. And we're not going to win every battle. We have to win the war. What is the war? The war is the next election in the hopes that we can somehow help to make it more free and fair. Good luck. There's going to be a lot of cheating. So we have to play the game. With the ballot harvesting, we have to play the game and get the people out. We're fighting against the Uniparty. We're fighting against the Democrats. Now we're fighting against these DeSantards who have become liberals and attacking everybody, wanting Donald Trump in jail, wanting Donald Trump dead. Don't get caught with a douche flute. Smoke a Patriot cigar. I like that. I like that. That's a, that's a good tagline. All right, moving right along. And this is one other thing that we have to continue to do. And this is something that I think these January 6th tapes hopefully will expose more of. And that's these four individuals right here. The ones that took their lives. Because, listen, some people just can't handle the pressure. They have felt 
that their country has failed them, that have painted them. They successfully painted these people as horrific domestic terrorists. And you have to remember them and say their names. And I had the great opportunity multiple times and, you know, speak to her on occasion, Jerry Perner, the aunt of Matthew Perner, who was one of the people that took his own life because of just the emotional distress, the emotional trauma, knowing that your country, your community has turned against you because of the propaganda the federal government put out there about you. Some people just can't handle it. So you say their names, Matthew Perna, George Meacham, <clears throat> Mark Unkst, and Chris Stanton, the J6 defendants who died by suicide following the merciless harassment by their government, by their communities, some of them their neighbors, and even family turning against them because what the government said they are and what the government said they did. The government. And let's hope, yeah, let's hope this decision will provide millions of Americans, criminal defendants, public interest organizations, and the media and an ability to see for themselves what happened that day rather than having to rely upon the interpretation of a small group of government officials like the January 6th committee. The January 6th committee needs to be investigated and if need be, prosecuted. Two members are out there. They're not members of Congress anymore, both fake Republicans, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. They're out there willy-nilly in a panic, posting everything they can, showing that we are still the bad people. And they should both – I agree that Mike Johnson and the the, the Republican conference right now needs to put together a new January 6th committee to investigate everything and in and around the footage that has been released. These four people that killed themselves, the four celebrity cops that lied, every police officer out there. We're talking about hundreds, thousands now, or maybe just over a thousand, or soon to be over a thousand people that have had their lives destroyed because the government said they were bad people. It's important. And we can't forget these people the four that took their own lives because of it. The, their blood is on the government's hands, 100%. Their blood is on Adam Kinzinger's hands, Liz Cheney's hands, all the members of the January 6th committee, the DOJ, Merrick Garland, all of them are responsible for the needless deaths of these four people. And it's... Up to us to keep their memory alive. It's up to us to spread and push the correct narrative, the correct narrative that our government lied and deceived the American people, which we know. But again, we have a lot of information that we can use, that can be used. It just has to be used smartly because that little thing with the badge and the vape It's already been turned against MAGA. Oh, look, another conspiracy theory. Oh, look, they must be Q people. No, 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 we're not Q-tards. 
Matter of fact, we shun cutards. And and that's what makes us look bad. So it's um we just have to do better. All right, another of the January 6th doom and gloom. Videos are out there. Watch them. Watch all the footage that gets interpreted by investigative reporters. Let's see what comes about it. Let's hope good things come about it. If you have the opportunity to help with it, I implore you to do so. I'm going to do my part and watch as much as possible and uh, and work with people that I know are watching it very closely. So with all of that, we still have a republic to save and a president to elect. And all eyes are on us and all the pressure is on us. This is not, this is probably the most difficult challenge faced to America is where we go in the next year. And we have to make sure we're on the right side of history and that we're going in the right direction because we could, we could lose it all. We could lose a lot if the wrong decisions are made and the wrong people are, are put, are put in office. So. Speaking of the right people in office, Donald Trump, he went to Iowa, he went to Texas, and uh, he was on fire. Again, spent the weekend traveling, shaking hands, just feeding troops, feeding law enforcement officers, just pounding flesh. That didn't sound good. (laughs) That didn't sound good. Pressing flesh (laughs) with the American people, who, of course, Donald Trump has gotten accused by the DeSantar team that he doesn't appeal to voters and he doesn't speak to the voters. The guy not only speaks to the voters, he laughs with the voters, he takes photos with the voters, and Ron DeSantis is this awkward garbage of a human in three-inch lifts that doesn't know who to to awkwardly smile at next. He's such an awkward, I'm telling you, if he he's got something. I don't know if he's autistic or, or what he, what he is. But he is the most awkward politician I've seen. He doesn't even fake it well. And I was a little surprised at that, but it's just getting worse. Anyway, President Trump on fire in Fort Dodge, Iowa. This is what our country is about. We're going to bring it back from hell. I love that. Because we need to be brought back. I don't know if we're, would you say we're, this is hell or we're on our way there? And let's, uh, let's listen to a couple uh, videos of uh, 45 in Iowa, Trump country. America is Trump country, people. DeSantis doesn't get this crowd. Thank you very much. This is... Really what our country is all about. We're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back from hell because right now we're in hell. I mean, come on. We're going to bring it back from hell. He called out the radical left. He called out the mainstream media. Yeah. Democrats and their allies in the fake news media right back there, all those people with the camera. I love when he does that. Absolute meltdown because last night our campaign won a gigantic court victory in Colorado. We weren't expecting that. (laughs) 
We had a very radical left judge, and uh, the radical left judge was saying a lot of things that weren't nice. And uh, in the end, uh, she saw the light. She saw the light and did what was supposed to have been done. And we won, and we demolished their and defeated. You know, they had a outrageous attempt. The same people that have been suing me for like seven years. <laughs> crew, you ever hear of crew? Bunch of losers. <laughs> They've been losing for seven years, but they don't stop. They'll never stop. But it was an outrageous attempt at uh, disenfranchising millions and millions of voters by getting us thrown off the ballot. And uh, the judge in the end said, uh, we can't do that. So, you know, they can't do that. If they did that, I think it would have been very difficult. The only problem is in that same, not problem, but in that same sentence, she also said that he engaged in insurrection, but he can't be taken off the ballot, which was very odd to, to, to say that because uh, there was no insurrection. But the, yeah, we got a, a couple more clips of, of, of 45. Yeah, our opponents hate democracy. Our opponents are showing every day that they hate democracy. They're trying every illegal move they can to try and steal this election because they know that in a free and fair fight against President Trump and crooked Joe Biden, uh, Biden doesn't have a shot. He's going to be going down into his basement again. He's going to be hiding. I don't think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee, to be honest with you. But, you know, it's... uh. I don't know. That is a great. Am I reading that name right in the chat? Good morning. Who said just the the rapey range or is that the rappy range? I'm just picturing just going to a range and just seeing just 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 everyone's getting raped. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Good morning. I, I don't recognize your name, so happy you're you're in the chat. And if you're new, welcome. We got a great 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 morning community here. So hit the thumbs up. I do like the name. I'm gonna call you the rapey range. Hey, look, they shoot guns. And, and they rape the bullets at the gun range. <laughs> Therapy range. I like it. I like it. Off, off the rails. I'm off the rails. What are you going to do? I got to get it out now. I can't, be, I can't be off the rails like this at 3 p.m. Different crowd. It's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. All right. We got, uh, I think, one or two more clips of 45 in Iowa. Then we'll get to Texas because he killed it over in Texas also. Listen. Donald Trump is not going to stop. He's getting on Trump Force One. He's all over the country. Meanwhile, DeSantis is sitting in Iowa spending millions of dollars now going after Nikki Haley and uh, you know his, his uh, social media influence idiots are going after Donald Trump. Literally living in Iowa and not governing Florida. Like, go back to Florida, meatball. You're done. You're done. It's over. And we have a, uh, a president who's very corrupt and who's... Uh controlled very much by a lot of foreign countries. And this is not a man that should be running our country. It's not a man that should have ever been uh, ascended to power because you know what happened and it was a disgrace. But now I say it. So now I can talk because when I get in that, you know, that's not supposed to happen. When you were, a, we got 75 million votes. We got more votes than any sitting president in history by far. And... If we got millions of less, they said you had to win. If we got, we got 63 million votes the first time, so you got many millions more votes. And they said, if you get the same 63, there's no way you can lose. Well, we got many millions more than that. 
So we had a situation. We can never let that happen again because we're not going to have a country less left. But now it allows me to speak properly. He's incompetent. He's the worst president we've ever had. And the happiest person anywhere in this country right now is Jimmy Carter because his administration looked brilliant compared to these clowns. It looked brilliant. Can you imagine? Jimmy Carter was compared to Biden. Jimmy Carter was a brilliant, brilliant president. <laughs> I was never a big fan. He was a brilliant president. Uh, I mean, compared, there's never been a president like this. This guy's <laughs> corrupt. Can you imagine being called the worst president than Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter's wife just died. I thought Jimmy Carter was supposed to die like a month ago. But it's, uh, of course, it's okay, Steve from England. You got, you got, listen, when you get nuked off Twitter, you got to start over. You got to pick up and start over. Of course, follow me. I'll, I'll, if I notice it's you, I'll, I'll follow you back. I don't follow everybody back. There are some people I just, oh, I don't want to follow this person back. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have that attitude, but it, it is what it is. But there was president in Iowa. And of course, he leaves Iowa, goes to Texas. And listen, I am not a fan of Hot Wheels, Governor Greg Abbott. But I think it is important that he gave his endorsement to Donald Trump. And it does, it does fare well and look great. It does not look great on the DeSantard camp. And they are not happy. They got a Kim Reynolds from Iowa and think that's going to win them Iowa. But they, um, he got Greg Abbott, Donald Trump, which we knew that was going to happen. But he goes to Iowa. I mean, he goes to Texas, leaves uh, Iowa, goes to Texas, and he serves Thanksgiving dinner to the Border Patrol agents in Texas. Meets with them, photos, they're happy to see him. You know, the love and life. No one avoided him. It's amazing. This guy goes everywhere. He's got four indictments, two federal, two state. He's got the civil fraud child, 91 counts in all the four indictments. And law enforcement running to him, wanting to take selfies, no matter where he goes, where if they knew he was a bad guy or thought he was a bad hombre, <laughs> They turn their backs on him or avoid it. I said, yeah, you know, I don't really want to get involved in that. There's a lot going on. We got to do our escort because he's president, but we don't want to take photos with him. Hot Wheels, Greg Abbott. There he is serving Thanksgiving dinner alongside Donald Trump and the, I think the head of the uh, Border Patrol Union. This happened yesterday, President Trump serving Thanksgiving dinner to Border, Pro Border Patrol agents in his suit and tie, hanging out, taking pictures with anybody and everybody who wanted. He loves doing that. Several Border Patrol agents stopped to take selfies with the president, and he's all about it. Much. Look at him. There he is. You figure if people really hated him, they'd, they'd skip that part of the line or avoid it. All wanting to talk to him. Hey, can we take a selfie? Look. Oh, he's not a man of the people. He doesn't want to talk to voters. No, not at all. Everybody hates Donald Trump. He's not the man of law and order. He doesn't show peace through strength. 
Oh, there's Hot Wheels. There he is, right next to him. Hot Wheels, stop shaking hands with the with the with your gloves on. Okay. What do they got him giving out there? Sippy cups. Give me a sippy cup, Hot Wheels. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> but anyway. <sighs> he returned to Texas yesterday, serving the meals. He's joined by Governor, I'm never going to stop saying it, Hot Wheels, Greg Abbott, <laughs> and other top Republicans in the state. Illegal aliens, cartel members, human smugglers, and terrorists have taken operational control of the United States-Mexico border under Joe Biden. And that is a law that was broken by Alejandro Mayorkas, as head of Department of Homeland Security, and that is one major reason he should be impeached, which establishment uniparty Republicans voted or did not vote for in order to block. Remember that. Remember that. And on Wednesday, another massive group of illegal aliens crossed the Rio Grande into Eagle Pass. It's nearly a daily occurrence over there in Texas, and it's a huge, huge problem. And here himself, here we go. We need it. Hold on. Sorry about that. Here is Hot Wheels himself with the official Donald Trump endorsement. The president who's going to secure the border. We need a president who's going to restore law and order in the United States of America, not letting these criminals run ransack over the stores that you see images of almost nightly. We need a president who's going to restore world peace as opposed to this outbreak of warfare under Joe Biden. We need Donald J. Trump back as our president of the United States of America. I'm here today to officially proclaim my endorsement for Donald J. Trump to be president of the United States of America again. So join me in giving a Texas-sized welcome to President Donald J. Trump, the former and future president of the United States of America. Good stuff. Good stuff. Got the endorsement. And listen, Greg Abbott, the state, the Texas State House, they just passed bills to make it a state crime to cross the border into Texas and can be prosecuted both to misdemeanor and felony, deportation, the whole thing. So, which Greg Abbott is, I don't know if he signed it into law yet. I know it just passed. He's going to sign it this week, or he did already. That's progress, the fight against our uh, broken border. But they're, they're going to take another Mayorkas impeachment vote after the holiday break. I heard that too, and Marjorie Taylor knee pads did mention it. Marjorie Taylor knee pads. Our, fa- our favorite. <laughs> let's hope they do. And let's hope that after the backlash of the last vote where they shelved it and sent it back to committee to die, let's hope that maybe those eight Republicans, at least uh, they only needed, I think they only need three Republicans to vote against it in order to, to, to kill the impeachment. Let's hope they get it the second time around. But I do not have any, any faith that they will whatsoever. I'd like to think they will. So yeah, listen, 
Donald Trump, he killed it in Iowa. He killed it in Texas. Ron DeSantis will never get the crowds Donald Trump has uh, at all. As a matter of fact, I think it was um, they, they had a speaking event. I think it was in Iowa. And both Ron DeSantis and Kim Reynolds, the governor of Iowa, they looked like they were in a storage room. There was about maybe 40, 50 people there crammed in this room. This, I don't even know where they were, but it was a small room. They're not, they're not getting the crowds. They went on this whole rampage this weekend, the influencer industrial complex of Ron DeSantis, all the paid influencers on this Axios article about how we raised, Ron DeSantis raised $2 million in 48 hours. But then I kept responding to it. Then you read the article. They're not grassroots donations. It specifically says, he got a couple new big donors who are capped. Once that money is gone, it's gone. They can't donate again. Where people like you, people like me, we're not capped. We can keep donating small donations. They don't. They want to make it seem like Ron DeSantis still has skin in the game. He's got nothing. Nothing. He's been scalped already, and he's just walking around like an empty suit zombie being directed on where to go and who to shake hands with. He, he, has, he has no originality. He's done, and he's not raising the money. That $2 million is from big donors. Once it's gone again, it's gone. Donald Trump is the king of grassroots fundraising infrastructure. People like American voters who can just keep donating, but they will spin that because there was an article about it. $2 million in 48 hours. Boom, and it's gone. It's gone. But they keep holding on in the hope that this guy, something happened to Donald Trump. They really believe he's going to win Iowa. It's, re it's really, it's disgusting. All right, I got like uh, two more things to get through, and we're going to call it, call it a day until 3 p.m. over on LFA TV. I still see a Trump DeSantis ticket. Nope, it's never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. I know it for a fact. DeSantis would never be asked to be on the ticket, nor DeSantis would accept to be on a ticket. DeSantis's political career is over. He should go back to Florida. He should finish out his term as governor and in 2026 decide what his next step is going to be. And is it going to be Casey DeSantis, his wife, running for governor? It's sure possible. There's already buzz about that. Casey DeSantis wants to start a political career. It's going to come to a point when Ron DeSantis is finishing his term as governor and she's no longer the first lady. There's going to be contention in the marriage. She wants to do something else. She wanted to live in the White House and play the role of Jackie Onassis. It's not going to happen. Ron DeSantis is over. He could have played his cards right. He could have went away from the establishment and he could have sat there and he could have endorsed Donald Trump. He could have fundraised with Donald Trump and be loyal to the guy who made him governor the first time and enabled him to do some halfway decent governing in order to get reelected by almost 20%, Donald Trump put him in that position. He literally could have had a position, most likely, in the Trump administration, and he would have paved the way for Ron DeSantis to be president in 2028. You want to know something? The hard truth is I'm glad it happened this way, and I'm glad Ron DeSantis and his 
phony ass wife eyebrows McGee over there, run on sentence on two legs, were exposed to who they really are. They don't care about anything else but money and power because the establishment knew that they preyed on him and they succeeded. Unbelievable. Ron DeSantis was home free and he allowed his judgment to be just manipulated by the establishment. They went after Casey DeSantis first. Make no mistake. They said to her, listen, Ron DeSantis, your husband needs to run for president. We'll get you into that White House. You can live out your white-gloved fantasy of being Jackie Onassis walking through the halls of the White House as the First Lady. This is what we need to do. And guess what? Eyebrows McGee was able to do it. Was able to do it. Gave him the little rub, gave him the little tug, and said, you're the next president, my king. Let's do it. And he said, okay, I got to go get my lifts. Give me a break. All right, a couple more. <laughs> McGee. I crack myself up sometimes. I do. Revealed, oh, look, more FBI corruption. We knew about this to a degree because we had whistleblowers about how they take FBI agents off cases of hunting down child predators who are selling kids for sex and other things to go and hunt January Sixers, okay? Corrupt FBI abandoned sting against a child predator to persecute pro-Trump January 6 protesters. Then the child predator that they gave up on went on to allegedly molest a little boy. They had a sting operation on the guy, and they probably could have prevented that little boy's life from now being emotionally and physically destroyed because they were going after red MAGA hat wearing Donald Trump terrorists. This is what, the, what they like to call us. Look, here, here's, my, here's my real official terrorism hat. There you go. Signed, signed by the head terrorist, Donald Trump. We're, 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 all, we're all domestic terrorist people, apparently. Okay. No problem. No problem at all. And here, this is just one instance. One. Think of how many sex traffic operations possibly could have been exposed or gaining more information to expose. Instead, nope, we need you to stop that because we need you to go hunt Mr. and Mrs. John Smith, who are 67 years old. We need you to fire up the Bearcats and go drive to their house and stick guns in their faces and drag them out while we videotape it. <laughs> Meatball. Meatball DeSantis is AIDS now. Don Jr., next Florida governor? Eh, I don't know. I think uh, I think Byron Donalds. I don't know about Matt Gates. Maybe Byron Donalds. Who knows? I, I'm telling you, Casey DeSantis is probably going to run for governor. After this whole failed presidential campaign, maybe she divo <laughs> divorces Ron and she runs for governor. All right, FBI, corrupt FBI. An explosive report has revealed that the FBI seemingly values the livelihood of child predators over patriotic Trump supporters. The Daily Wire reported the agency had a child pornographer and pedophile in Virginia named Brogan Welsh dead to rights in December of 2020 after he texted with an undercover agent about sexually assaulting a nine-year-old boy. 
Here are the gory details and texts via the Daily Wire. Warning, graphic content. I did not read any of this until I brought the article up. I read up into there. On December 2nd, 2020, an internet user with the screen name Gayboy69Freak, this guy should just be shot in the fucking face, messaged an undercover agent with the FBI's Washington field office who was posing as a father pimping out his nine-year-old son. I'm going to throw up. And told him that he wanted to travel to D.C. to have sex with the boy. The man also sent the agent a video. A a pubescent minor male being assaulted horribly by, I don't even want to say the words, by an adult male's, yeah. His IP address led the FBI to Brogan Welsh of Glen Allen, Virginia. And these are some of the texts. This is from the sick fuck to this undercover FBI agent. I still want to put my blank in your boy. So blanking bad. I just want to hold. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I'm not even reading it. I can't. I just can't even say the words and thinking about what the guy means. Wow. I just got nauseous. I didn't even see that part. But instead, moving quickly to take this sick fuck pervert off the street, the FBI chose to abandon a sting on January 6, 2021, to apprehend Walsh. Instead, they turned their focus toward taking down Trump supporters who were protesting the 2020 election results at the U.S. Capitol. Less than three years later, the FBI discovered Walsh had fled to Alaska, where he is now credibly accused of performing sex acts on a 10-year-old boy. After coming across disturbing comments from Welsh on a phone they seized from a different alleged sex offender, FBI agents in Alaska entered his residence on October 24th, 2023. The FBI said during their search, they located items including sex toys that were very small in size and apparently consistent with the body size of an approximate 10-year-old boy. Jesus Christ. Children's underwear was also discovered. So they just gave up and they they reassign these agents to go after January 6th protesters and Trump supporters. And while that happened in that span, this guy looks like he ended up fulfilling out his fantasy of those text messages that I refuse to read that are just horrific. Um, and then got him after the fact. So lives were already destroyed and ruined and could have, that could have been prevented if the FBI actually did their job and went after sex predators. But no, let's go after Trump supporters. Wow. The FBI agents concluded that a young boy was being held hostage by Welsh. He was holding a young boy hostage in Alaska. How long and how abused is this 10-year-old boy in that time? Then they took Welsh into custody. Interestingly, the Alaska arrest of Welsh was made based on his alleged child pornography crime in Virginia, not the crimes alleged in Alaska. The Daily Wire notes that as FBI agents worked through the Alaska case, they realized that the Bureau's Washington field office had slam-dunk evidence that it had never bothered to do anything with. They let a little boy get ass-raped. They proceeded to add to it charging documents filed November 6, 2023. The FBI, in their own words, admitted a violent sex predator went on to offend again because they were so focused on peaceful Trump supporters exercising their First Amendment rights. 
Only a fool would believe this despicable organization prioritizes protecting innocent Americans, especially young, innocent American children. Oh, man. Holy shit. It's, if this doesn't infuriate you, if this doesn't get you boiling, if this doesn't get the MAGA energy to a certain point in the want to get more involved and fix this country and go after people like this, defund the FBI, just burn it to the ground. Just, fig- I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what, I, I know what I want the solution to be, but I'm not going to say it. This is unbelievable. Dead to rights evidence on a sex predator, and they did nothing with it. And then in turn, the guy was able to run free, not being followed or, or, or surveilled by the FBI any longer because they're busy getting people wearing these, put them in jail. And this guy grabs a boy, holds him hostage, and literally ass fucks him until they decide, oh, look, let's go get this guy. It's unbelievable. It's our FBI. And, and this, how many times has this happened? How many cases were abandoned against sexual predators, crimes against children, to go after Trump supporters? How many? I mean, it's got to be countless. Has to be countless. It's horrific. If they, that 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 far that fires me up. That fires me up. You heard Donald Trump talk about the uh, the Colorado case, which I had mentioned last week about Friday. They were supposed to that they were going to come up with a a ruling, and the Colorado very very leftist leaning judge, very biased against Donald Trump, who actually even said in her judgment that he engaged in insurrection, which he did not. But in the same breath, he did win his his he did win the case to stay on the ballot. The ruling. But they're, I think they're trying it now in Wyoming, and they're going to keep trying it. I think it's now four, four states or five states that have tried it, four or five, that did not succeed. Breaking Colorado Democrat judge dismisses garbage lawsuit to exclude Trump from 2024 ballot. Orders Secretary of State to include Donald J. Trump on the ballot. In a significant ruling, a Colorado judge overseeing a lawsuit aimed at removing Donald Trump's name from the 2024 ballot has rejected the challenge. The judge has further instructed the Secretary of State to ensure that Trump's name is on the ballot. In September, a coalition of six Republicans and unaffiliated Colorado voters, including former state and federal officials, filed a lawsuit seeking to disqualify Donald Trump from appearing on the 2024 presidential ballot under the Fourth Amendment, Section 3. The plaintiffs are Norma Anderson, Michelle Priola, Claudine Camrata, uh, Krista Kaffer, Kathy Wright, and Christopher Castellan. All bags of shit. The case argues that Trump violated Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which disqualifies any individual holding federal office if they engaged in insurrection or rebellion. It does not disqualify any individual from holding office. It only disqualifies people from holding certain offices and being electors of president and vice president. It says nothing in the 14th Amendment. This needs to be looked at even further and interpret, interpreted further, and case law uh, needs to happen for the, over this. From what I look at it, it's the 14th Amendment does not include the office of president and vice president. It includes the electors of. I don't know. It, it's interpreted so many ways by so many different legal scholars. 
According to the lawsuit, Donald Trump tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election. Before the election, he made plans to cast doubt on and undermine confidence in our nation's election infrastructure. Well, thank God that he did because it sure really shows and shines brighter lights on it. After the election, he knowingly sought to subvert our constitution and system of elections through a sustained campaign of lies. All bullshit. All bullshit. Don't really care what the lawsuit was because he won. Bullshit. In October, a Democrat judge rejected Trump's efforts to shut down the lawsuit, seeking to block him from the 2024 presidential ballot, citing the 14th Amendment. Now, I think this case, they tried to get it dismissed like three or four times. And yeah, it was a result of the Civil War. Yes, the 14th Amendment. But obviously, they lost every time that they wanted to get it thrown out. So Judge Wallace ripped Trump's arguments against the lawsuit. If the party without any oversight can choose its preferred candidate, then it could theoretically nominate anyone regardless of their age, citizenship, residency, she wrote. Such an interpretation is absurd. The Constitution and its requirements for eligibility are not suggestions left to the political parties to determine at their sole discretion. Obviously, it's the Constitution. The 14th Amendment, Section 3, does not, one, apply to the President of the United States, and number two... There was no insurrection. There was, there was no insurrection. It was said no one was charged with insurrection. And Donald Trump wasn't even there. The Trump campaign blasted the Democrat judge in response to her latest ruling. She's going against the clear weight of legal authority. We're confident the rule of law will prevail, and this decision will be reversed, whether at the Colorado Supreme Court or at the U.S. Supreme Court. A Trump campaign spokesperson said, to keep the leading candidate for president off the United States of the— uh, off the ballot is simply wrong and un-American. It's election interference. So they turned around. They got, they beat it. They beat it. And they they are not happy about it. They're going to keep trying it. This article goes on and on about a bunch of stuff that's really not relevant. It's important to know that he did win, but... Unfortunately, not that it matters, but it, it, it matters to the left. It matters to the left and those who hate Donald Trump that she did say, well, he did engage in insurrection, but we can't keep him off the ballot because now they'll hang their hat on it. Says, well, a judge did say he engaged in insurrection. Yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't matter because there was no insurrection because if that was the case, then the way the case was, then she should have disqualified him from the ballot if he engaged in insurrection. So it, it's, it's very weird and, and, and convoluted, but all bullshit. Steve Bannon and Cash Patel were on the war room speaking about it. And I want to see, give me one second. I don't know if this video is going to play. Hold on. Financial freedom in America may soon become a memory. Cash Patel. Let me, give me one second. Cash Patel, you, you were the key witness. Your testimony was riveting. Uh, the judge uh, did not agree with that, but I want to I want to go back. Why is your testimony? And this is why the the J six got to be reconstituted. You know, your testimony that laid out the facts of what President Trump tried to do to thwart an insurrection is absolutely vital is the key part, I think, of the trial. The judge went out of her way to say uh, she believed the J six commission, which I don't even think released your or we can't find it, release your testimony versus your live testimony. Give us your assessment. 
Yeah, Steve, the January 6th truth has finally entered the American bloodstream writ large. Coupled with Mike Johnson's releasing of the January 6th tapes, this judge's written order will show their lies that they have been stacking up in the media for years against the January 6th, not only defendants, but also what President Trump did in the days leading up to January 6th. And I need the War Room Posse to go out there and put out my transcript, which we just sent you the link to, Steve Bannon, from the January 6th committee. The first guy subpoenaed, the last transcript released. And this judge had a problem finding the evidence that I gave under oath, selective inclusion of evidence is unconstitutional. This judge, a government gangster wearing a black robe, I call her I the it. female version of Adam Schiff, Mrs. Schiff goes to Washington, just released her memo so that she could be lauded by the government grundoons and the radical left-wing media. She set up the disinformation campaign on the narrative that Donald Trump committed a quote-unquote insurrection even though special counsel Jack Smith has refused to charge Donald Trump with the crime of insurrection. This judge went further than Jack Smith was even to go about with her lies. And look, it's not about me. It's about getting the truth out on January 6th. And why does she go out of her way to talk about my testimony? By the way, Steve, we also sent you the video compilation of my testimony from the Colorado courtroom. Yeah. Let's blast that out to the posse. Yeah. And for those not listening, and the War Room Posse, this is your call to America, call to action. It's our job to get the January 6th truth out there. And yes, do you want to know the one place to get it out there? I am holding up my copy of Government Gangsters. Do you know what Chapter 18 is in charge entitled? The insurrection that never was. Do you want the whole truth about January 6th in one place? It's right here. Do you know what's in the back of this book? The Capitol Police timeline, the DOD timeline, Mayor Bowser's letter where she declined the National Guard authorization from President Trump. Why do you think Joe Biden didn't want this book out for 10 months? Why do you think this judge selectively they tried to block his book? It's crazy. Those timelines given by the DOD, the DOJ, the Capitol Police, Bowser and Pelosi themselves, their mm -hmm. own written words undo this judge's entire order. They don't yep. want the truth on January 6th, and I gave it to you guys in one place. Blastoutgovernmentgangsters.com right now. Okay. Everybody at the Thanksgiving table should be spilling gravy on government gangsters <laughs> and then slopping it up well, because that's where the truth I, lies, I, Steve. And this yeah. is what these people want. I, I want to, I yeah, I want to have it back on. We're going to push out your testimony, J6. We're going to push out all the video, video, everything else, and cash. I need you back on here on Monday. I know you're busy. We got to work this out because oh, yeah. I want to. I want to set it up. I want to tee it up for the Thanksgiving dinner when people are in each, in 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 your in-laws' face. Right. I just, for the record, I can't stand Steve Bannon, and that was him heavy breathing on the on the microphone. It wasn't me. Just for the record, I, I just I don't care what anybody thinks of me saying that. I cannot stand Steve Bannon whatsoever. Another ultimate grifter. Unfortunately, has a giant platform, and will have people on um, who you know speak truth and everything else but <laughs> that's just me another guy wanted to shake down patriot cigar company for tens of thousands of dollars so he could mention it and it's just it it's ridiculous anyway all right uh that's yeah wow i got through everything i wanted to get through i got through it all people listen do me a favor hit the like hit the follow make sure you uh, get me today today's the first show on lfa tv 3 p.m eastern it's an hour-long show, and uh, we'll, we'll cover some stuff. You know, when you uh, 
It's going to be Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday, LFA TV on Rumble, 3 p.m. Eastern. We'll always have MAGA mornings, 8 a.m. Eastern. So I'll be doing two live shows a day. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I'm doing it. We got to get the messaging out. We have a country to save. I'm going to leave with, actually, yeah, no, that was it. I don't even have a video. All right, everybody, listen. I will see you all at 3 p.m. over on LFA TV, or if not, I'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. MAGA mornings. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you soon. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars.